Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is the 28th of July, 2022, and we have a Nationals series win to talk about. The Nationals took two of three from the Los Angeles Dodgers. They have won three of their last four. Also, the Nationals stock exchange here on an off day and, 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 and the latest on the trade rumor front. That's all coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fun night of baseball yesterday, obviously capped off by the Yankees and the Mets. Nationals fell yesterday, but but things, once again, they, they won the series. They won three of the last four. So really can't complain too much. And we'll kind of take a look where things sit right now. Before we do, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day, nonstop coverage. And we'll go daily. If we have to, we have episodes today, tomorrow, have a a bonus episode for you all on Saturday. We'll have one on Sunday. We'll have one on Monday and Tuesday. So really we've got you wire to wire until the major league baseball trade deadline. We appreciate your support. You guys can find the episodes wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. So everything covered there. Find us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. All right. That takes care of all the uh, admin business, as they say in the UK. Where are the Washington Nationals? Well, they are 34 and 66. That is a 340 winning percentage, which is still the worst in baseball. They are 28 games out of first place behind the Mets. They are 25 behind the Braves, 15 or 18, excuse me, behind the Phillies. And they're 13 behind the Marlins. They're 15 and 36 at home, 19 and 30 on the road. They have a minus 160 run differential. They've lost one and they're four and six in their last 10 games, but they have won three of their last four. So let's work from the beginning of the series till the end of the series. Didn't really touch on this much the other day, but a 4-1 win for the Nationals in a game that saw a couple things. Number one, Paulo Espino gave them a strong start, and the bullpen was nails. Uh, five innings from the pen in this game, Machado, Arano, Harvey, Edwards Jr., and Finnegan all give them scoreless innings that combined to five. The Nationals gave up one earned run on eight hits and struck out eight Dodgers. And the Nationals also got Tony Gonsolin in four innings. He was uh, he had not given up a hit to that point. The Nationals really brought it on. Four runs in that fifth inning. It's the only inning where the Nationals scored, but it was the only inning they needed to score in. Um, and uh, they were able to get things going with a Yadiel Hernandez home run that tied it up, an opposite field shot over 400 feet. Uh, Cesar Hernandez single drove in eight, uh, Ahiri Adrianza. And then Soto tripled off the wall in right field. Not the wall wall, the short wall in right field. Robles scored. Hernandez scored. And uh, the fan, really big story of this game was how crazy and how craven the fans were for Juan Soto. And that's to be expected when he plays in any place. 
where the fan base thinks they might have a shot at getting him. And that's all we've talked about here uh, as the trade deadlines approach. I'm not going to water you down too much with a ton of Juan Soto content. You all know how this goes. You guys know how this has been for a while now. So the fans were crazy. They were craving, as I said, uh, craving uh, Juan Soto. And uh, he delivered in, in, in that game in Dodger Stadium. What was more surprising, though, was the second game of this series, an 8-3 to three win for the Nationals. This was not something you see a whole lot. The Nationals were down 3 nothing in the top of the eighth on the road in Dodger Stadium, late night game, and the bats went crazy there in that eighth inning. The, the bats are what carried them to this win. Um, you know, uh, they were down 3-2, yeah, so excuse me. Uh, this game because they, they scored in the second, but they were down uh, three to two in the eighth. Garcia homers and he ripped that pitch, absolutely crushed that pitch. You're 97 feet, two run home run, a Josh Bell sack fly in the top of the ninth, also a Cruz double, and then a Ruiz single helped them get the job done. So they push across um, six runs, I believe, yes, yeah, six runs in the eighth and the ninth inning combined. I mean, how often are we talking about Nationals combining for that kind of offense? And really, they left the Dodgers in the rearview mirror. Three hits from Victor Robles, three hits from Luis Garcia, two hits from Josh Bell, and two hits from Lane Thomas. This was a comprehensive performance from the Nationals offense, especially later on in the game. This was also the Josiah Gray return game. JoJo went five, uh, five innings. Five hits, three runs, six Ks. So not an awful start, not a great start, kind of somewhere in the middle there. Jordan Weems, Erasmo Ramirez, Victor Arano, and Hunter Harvey all combined to shut things down. The bullpen actually has a time. It's, it's done us a lot this year, it feels like. You know, throws shutout ball the rest of the way, and sometimes they're asked to throw four innings, and they were pretty impressive uh, doing so as the Nationals took an 8-3 to three win. 18 of uh, 14 hits, excuse me, yields eight runs for the Nationals as they take two of three. And then, finally, last game of the series, the Nationals lose 7-1. to one. And this was only because Patrick Corbin blew up. Now, you have to give a lot of credit to the Dodgers' bats. They were 6-for-12 with runners in scoring position. But Corbin, two-thirds of an inning, seven hits, six earned runs, no Ks, 45 pitches, does not make it out of the inning, is uh, ERA balloons to 6.49 on the season, a 6.5 ERA for Patrick Corbin. Rosmo Ramirez, three and a third, three hits, 1K, no runs, awesome from him. Steve Ciszek, two clean innings. Jordan Weems, a clean inning. Andres Machado gave up a run, but... The bullpen was asked to pitch eight and a third yesterday. Thought they responded really well. Nationals offense was not good yesterday. They were they really did struggle um, in the game yesterday. Um, Andrew Heaney made his return, I believe, in his return. 71 pitches in four innings. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> we're dying. All right, we're good. No water. We're good. Uh, <laughs> one hit, four Ks. Uh, and then their bullpen did a really good job, too, besides Reed. But Price ends up finishing things off for them. So there you go. There's the National Series. All right, we'll take a quick break. 
when we return, we will discuss uh, the Nationals Stock Exchange. Who's up? Who's down? We'll get all that in a second. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Sports Card Investor. If you guys are sports fans or just kind of looking for a new way to invest maybe a little bit of your funds, welcome to the world of Sports Cards Reimagined. The Sports Card Investor app is the hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and profit from the hobby that you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, the Sports Card Investor app is a must-have for baseball fans as well. You guys can check the value of cards for people like Adley Rushman, Jeremy Pena, Luis Garcia, and more. Make the jump to the big leagues. You can use the free Sports Card Investor app to check the price of those guys to buy low or buy their first baseball card, even if it's not very low. Download the Sports Card Investor app today, available free in the Google Play and App Stores, or go to sportscardinvestor.com backslash locked on. That's sportscardinvestor.com backslash locked on today. All right, so the Washington Nationals Stock Exchange. You guys know it's something that we do on the off days for the Nationals, and Thursday today it is an off day. So let's check on whose stock is up, whose stock is down. Well, I'll tell you whose stock has been up just barely a little bit recently, and to me, that's Victor Robles. Just needs a little bit of a refresh, and I think that he's gotten it as of late, just a little bit lately, with now kind of being inserted towards the front part of the lineup. In this last, uh, in his last, I'm counting now, five games, Victor Robles has tallied seven hits, one of which being a home run. So Robles, you can saw him raise, raise that average to 243. This has been an ongoing process with Robles. Really, you know, if you're out there, you're probably saying, look, we've seen this a million times. The Nationals will flip-flop where he is in the order, ninth, first, eighth, first, and, and just try to get him going. And at age 20, was he 25 now? You know, yeah, 25, 519, 19, 19, Actually, he's like two months older than I am. Um, two months younger than I am, I should say. Um, you know, this this should you know, we should start to see it. I mean, this this guy, 25 is young, but think about how long Victor Robles has been in the league for, right? He first made his appearance in 2017, right? 2018, uh, in those first two seasons, he only played about 38 games, 39 games, 38 games, 35 games, uh, around that range. 35, I can't count. Um, plays 155 in 2019, which was his best season. And then, Obviously, things did not go great in 20. Things didn't go great in 21. And then in 2022, you know, the numbers the numbers are not spectacular. But I will say this. It is an improvement on the years that he had the last couple of years. And now he's at a point, folks, where he's played 433 games at the big league level. This is not a guy, you know, you, you break it up, divided by 162, right? He's played over two full seasons in the big leagues, you know, pillar to post full seasons. And he's been in the league for, uh, this is now six calendar years, right? So, you know, it is, he really did play. I mean, that full season that he played uh, was 2019. Um, and he's kind of been off, you know, not off and on. I mean, he's a full-time guy. But the performances have not been that even really impressed by. I'll tell you what, though. 
this last month for him has been really good. July, he has hit 268 with a 305 on base, a 375 OBP, or slugging, excuse me, and a 680 OPS. Those numbers are not jump off the page at you, but the average at least is climbing. So I'll say stock up for right now. His average was up to over 240 after the Tuesday game. So it's 239 now, but hey, there's some guys on the team that are doing worse than Victor the Robles is. So I will say for those purposes, stock up. Um, one Soto stock down. Here's why it, it's, you know, and this is not his fault. I, I, I don't believe at least um, my stock is down for him because it's really hard to focus when you've got all this crap going on around you right now. All everybody's talking about you. Uh, and, and this is just super immediate. He's got two hits in his last five games. Those just came in that Monday game. If you go outside of that, I mean, it's, you know, it's not been typical. He's walking a lot, but not hitting. And it's just, it's really difficult for a guy to focus. And so, you know, I'm not saying his stock is like super down. It's actually not in the eyes of people trying to trade for him. It's just, you know, how is this guy supposed to be the best teammate he can be? How is this guy supposed to be the best guy possible when all everybody is talking about is where he is going to go next? It's, it is impossible. It, it's it's like just nearly impossible to focus in that situation. And I think, I think you've seen him pressing. I think it was tough for him after the all-star break just to pick up where he left off. And so because of that, I think we're seeing a little bit of a struggle right now from one Soto. Well, I'm coughing today. I'm yawning today. I'm sorry, folks. I apologize today. It's, it's early. We're trying to get after it. Um, trying to bring that energy in my, and my body's just like, no, Josh, but we'll, we'll keep bringing this thing. Um, yeah. So there you go. Stock down for him. All right, stock up Luis Garcia, in my opinion. Uh, he's, you know, he has been really just a, it's been a wild ride for one Luis Garcia. But the last two days have been good for him, four for nine in the last couple of days, three RBIs. That average has gotten all the way down to 277, but he's flipped that around. So, you know, once again, aggressive, hits the home run, hits a double yesterday. So I like the fact that we're going to start trending in the correct direction. I'm going much more micro here for your stock up, stock down. And then uh, a guy whose stock is way, way down. Patrick Corbin with a complete disaster of a start yesterday against the Los Angeles Dodgers. He has thrown 105 innings this year. The ERA is 6.49. He's got a four and 14 record. He's got just 98 Ks, 48 in the league, and a 1.77 whip. Teams are torching him left and right. This month of July has been, guys, the month of July for him, he has a 7.99 ERA in 23 and two-thirds innings. The Nationals have lost every single game he has started. He surrendered 40 hits in those 23 and two-thirds innings. 21 runs, seven walks to 23 Ks. So Ks, you know, kind of a one printing. It's kind of a good place to be in. Um, but a 799 ERA on the month is good enough for just his second worst month. He was worse in April. The Nats, they lost all five games. He started there. He only made it through 19 and two-thirds innings. He had an 8.69 ERA. So the fact that this month is an improvement on that month Tells you everything you have to know. This has been a disaster of a season. Also, it, it allows us to, to touch on the fact that Mike Rizzo had said in his uh, Junkies radio appearance that the Nationals 
would not be attaching Patrick Corbin's contract to Juan Soto to dilute the package. It's bad business. In my opinion, it sounds like he believes it's bad business as well. He acknowledges that it was floated out there. That, that could be a possibility. He says it's not a possibility. The Nationals are not going to involve Patrick Corbin in any one Soto trade. Look, the thing is, you're going to be bad these next two years. You might as well eat the contract and not hurt what you'll get back in a potential one Soto trade. It makes no sense to me, and it clearly makes no sense in that direction. All right, let's hit another guy. Stock up. Carl Edwards Jr. Let's talk about this man. I, I talked about him some uh, uh, yesterday on the show. Yesterday, I talked about it with Max Raymond. We talked about it. But this guy, let's give him his flowers because he has been fantastic. This was not a guy, once again, at the end of the year, we talked about him a lot, that we expected to come in and be fantastic from the get-go. He had to spend his time in AAA. Now it's manipulated his service time, too, so he's got one more year left. But, you know, you take out, there's one outing at the beginning of the month. One inning, four hits, three runs, two earned, uh, 1K against the Marlins. And ever since then, it's been one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive scoreless innings for Carl Edwards Jr. in the month. And it's been seven and two-thirds innings as well. 2.80 earn run average in that time. Um, and also, he has struck out eight guys in that seven and two-thirds innings as well. It's not a high strikeout guy. But this has really been numerically not the month where he's pitched the most, but it's been his best month. Um, you know, that, that first month of May was awesome. But look, th this guy has been a rock for them. One inning, an inning a third, two innings. I mean, this guy has answered the bell every single time he's been called upon. He has performed admirably, and this is why, above admirably, he's performed really well. And so this is why I have him as stock up, and his stock is up in the eyes of those who will be trading for him. And so that takes us now to our next portion, the latest on the trade rumors. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. If you guys want to bet on the next destination for 1-1 Soto, you guys can at BetOnline and BetOnline.net. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, so we know the Cardinals are on pursu in pursuit of one Soto. And also, I was watching Sunday night – or Sunday night baseball. Wednesday night baseball last night was watching the Subway Series. Mets walk it off against the Yankees. And Buster only had said that, look, the Nationals have several offers in hand right now for Juan Soto. And they are considering those offers, obviously. But we know the Nationals have several really strong offers. He mentioned teams that are making a push. The first two that he mentioned were the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres. So those teams right now appear to be the front runners. That does not mean the Nationals are going to get rid of uh, rid of him. Um, so Nolan Gorman is on the table. Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, uh, Matthew Liberator is on there too. Alec Bur Alec Burleson and Gordon uh, Grisefo, I believe, is all of those guys from the ranks of the Cardinals are on the table. So, um, and, and those guys are all uh, guys who are up for being traded 
from that side of things. And that that is the latest piece of news that we have on the Juan Soto front. On the Josh Bell front, we know that the Brewers, as of two days ago, according to Steve Adams from MLB Trade Rumors, are in the Josh Bell hunt as well. We knew that the Astros are definitely there. The Mets were, but their interest has waned. And so now we see that Josh Bell could be on the move and could be going back to the Midwest. Uh, well, you know, I know Texas is really the Midwest, but also uh, Milwaukee is. So he could be on the way back there. So that's something to watch. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO, uh, at LO underscore nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show wherever it's your podcast and on YouTube as well. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.